Good evening and welcome to the Front Runner Sport Podcast. We're coming at you live on Twitter. I'm actually looking at ourselves right now. Jonti, there you go. Say hi to yourself there. We're live. <laughs> Jonti, <laughs> Mazola, Stavej, thank you so much for joining me. Let me cancel this, the feedback. Okay, thank you so much uh, for joining us. As usual on a Monday, a lot to uh, unpack over what's been happening in the news cycle as far as local football is concerned. And maybe let's start, Chef, since we kind of been discussing developmental sides as far as the youth teams are concerned when it comes to the national structure and your appointment having been made with uh, David Notwane being appointed the under 23 coach uh, and uh, yeah I mean it would seem like another positive kind of straightforward decision you know when you think about who would be available to do something like this David Notwane obviously being in charge of the MDC side uh, for Sundowns now comes through to take this job on Stavej does it make sense for you this appointment? Uh, in fact, I had a discussion with him uh, early last month mm-hmm. um, about this um, because it was just a matter of when it was going to be uh, confirmed uh, officially. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the only challenge um, is that they've made this appointment very late. Uh, we're talking about it now that we are playing Angola uh, this month. Yeah. Uh, very good Angolan team that we're playing that is feeding from an under-20 team that we had also played at the Kosafa. Uh, so a team that has been preparing. And we have not even had a single training camp. Mm. We've not played a, a single a training game, you know, against a quality opposition. Sure. And they are expected to go straight into these two official qualifiers and go through them, so which is a problem for me. But when you look at the quality of the talent that we've got, yeah. uh, the players who were <coughs> part of the under-20 team that went to South Korea in 2017, and you look at also the under-23 players that are there now, you talk about Matlambi, you talk about uh, Grand Mahaman at IX Cape Town, you talk about... Uh, at Super Sport United you talk about Rivaldo Kuzé still qualifies there are a number of players yeah. but they are not a team Sure, you still need to get them as a team right. so at least the latest this is uh, an appointment that should have been made uh, before the last international week sure. so that they could have that international week as a training camp and play uh, matches because at this level it is not about the quality of the players that we've got mm. they still have to play as a team did he say anything about it being a contractual issue between Sundowns and, you know, the, 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 the soccer body? What, what what took so long? Had he always been in the running or is he someone that came through towards the end as an option? I think the first consideration was to have someone who is within the Bafana Bafana setup. Mm. Um, ideally, who will be maybe a second or third assistant coach. Mm. Um uh, because that, that's how it, it, it was with Prashex with, yeah. with the o- ODG yeah. you know but now the challenge was that the featuring system that FIFA and KEF are using they are using the same international week so it means that if you are within Bafana you cannot be with the under-23s because uh, you'll be playing at the same time Right. so this was the challenge and there was also uh, thinking of elevating Tabo Sunong uh, with some of the boys because he knows these boys better right. to, to go up there. But then again, when you look at the program of the under-23 and under-20, it's going to clash at a later stage, especially mm-hmm. if we go through this first phase. Uh, the next phase where we'll be playing a winner between Zimbabwe, Mozambique or Swaziland, it will be at the time when under-20 is in Poland right. uh, for, 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 for the World Cup. Right. So there was that as well. But I think lack of planning, proper planning from the FA and maybe funding issues as well uh, derailed the program. Okay, well, there we go. Do you think they can get it done, though? I mean, the first game is on the 22nd of March with the return on the 26th. I mean, against Angola, like Veli says, is a strong, strong contender. Look, I think, <clears throat> for me, the positive spin to it is that any appointment is a good appointment. <laughs> I mean, we we haven't... <clears throat> this has been lingering for, for such a long time that... Right. When, when they finally hire someone, you feel like at least we are moving somewhere. Whether the, the credit, <coughs> credit, credit credentials are, are being called into question or not is another story altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether they, they can get the job done, well, I, I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Like, I agree 100% with what Veza is saying. There's, <coughs> there are 
a, a lot of, of, of good players. I mean, yeah. even for ODG to take that uh, that <clears throat> that team to 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 the Olympics in Rio. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, all he had to do really was just put a good team together and you know give them the the guidance and them for them to get the job done because right. that was already a good team you know i mean i think Keegan Dolly was still eligible you know Motiba there are so many good players Motiba Modiba Mobara i mean you can name them you know uh, there are so many good players and that's that's the thing with 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 SA football there's so much uh, talent in the junior ranks that right. even now you can already without even thinking too hard about it you can count a, a starting 11 that can go and and get that job done but they haven't been together you know unless uh, uh, david decides to bring in the majority of the under under 20s who know each other well and say okay let's get the job done now this month mm, mm, and then we can build. and then build with <coughs> with, <coughs> with the other players that can fit into the system and, and let's see okay well we hope uh, mr notwane rises up to the challenge it is going to be a challenging a hard and fast start for him as we now change tack and uh, focus on um well, some teams will always say that yeah, he's the, he was the extra man on the day. Uh, referees, John T. Mark, uh, they're coming into <laughs> the most the loved men in football. Yes. Referees, <laughs> yes. Mazzola wrote an article. We're going to touch on that just now. But John Kamiti is coming out and saying he's not happy with the standard of refereeing in the PSL. Um, does he have um, a bone to pick? Is he right to say that there's a credibility issue as far as the level of refereeing is concerned? Or is he just a disgruntled club owner? No, I don't think he's just a disgruntled owner. I mean, Benny McCarthy also says his coach, you know, he's, if we can sort the men in green out, I think he said something like that in one interview recently, then we'll be, then we'll be fine with football in this country right. or something like that. So, yeah, I think there is a, you know, I, you do go to too many games and see too many wrong decisions. I mean, I think if it's just human error, it's fine. If it's incompetence, it's a bit worse. And obviously, if it's corruption, it's like the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, but I, I think that the standard refereeing is not great. It, and I think, like Mazzotta wrote an article, I know uh, about how much referees are paid and it looks pretty decent. And maybe you can expect better from the top flight refs. I think the lower you go, the less you can really expect because they're not paid very well at all. Mm. Um and obviously, you know, but then if it's just human error as well, um, so it tends to swing around. It doesn't necessarily affect th- the overall balance of things. You right. know, usually the best team still wins right. um, unless the referees are really like corrupt and favoring teams deliberately. Yeah. Um, for example, com- John Commuters moaned, moans about the referees. I was at Bidvest Stadium on Saturday night and they looked like, Elias Palembe nearly had his leg taken off inside the penalty area in the last five minutes yeah. or, and the penalty wasn't given. So they, there's a decision going in City's favour. They've probably right. had decisions go against them. So right. I think from that perspective, um, the refereeing is a problem and they need to maybe professionalise it because, you know, until they actually, you know, because for a lot of referees, it's a part-time job, right? Mm-hmm. They, they have their other jobs and then they referee. So until they actually put a system in because they've talked several times about making it a professional yeah. thing but it's never actually happened so how far away are they from are, are we from seeing a professionalized refereeing you know committee here in, in, in SA? <laughs> i think we're a long way off because they you know i don't know i don't know if there's any discussions behind the scenes around this but you know from my conversations with uh, with tenda masikwa who's mm. the, uh, the the head of referees at at, at safa and and even uh, the, the the league who who were the ones that actually gave me those those, those figures about about how much the 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 lead, the, the PSL officials yeah. match officials earn in top flight football uh, there's not there's not been a hint of <clears throat> of whether they are going to to be professionalized and right. and some might argue that because of that amount of money that 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 they that they are making uh, as match fees you know you know maybe they don't cuz i think the the discussion was maybe twofold one was saying they they need jobs uh, they need to be permanent so they can earn better and then the one was that they, once they are professional then they can focus full time mm-hmm. on the job at hand mm-hmm. instead of a guy just comes back from work mm-hmm. i mean i can imagine uh, daniel bennett and the late ian mcleod who was a principal at a school you know finishing off at school and then mm-hmm. rushing off to referee a psl yeah. game you know so the the argument was that if they are professional, then uh, I mean, even even Enoch Mulefe has has argued this before as a former as a retired referee himself, mm. who is now in the program and helping facilitate and train referees. He says, 
if these guys are professional then we can work with them on a full-time basis and actually make sure they're better make sure that they're better but if we get them now and again there's no consistency you will always have this gap where question where questions are raised about them by either a club boss or, mm. or coaches about mm. you know just how good these guys can be or how 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 poor these guys are so you know it's 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 necessary but whether it's going to happen in the near future i i, I don't think so there's another was the whole thing of safa control the referees yeah. the psl should not should they not i mean there's been talk of them taking control of their referees right. the fact, league PSL, actually controlling yeah them. in fact the psl they went as far as they bought a building Yeah. That is opposite uh, the, to the uh, main offices yeah. uh, in preparation of this but uh, you know the challenges that sometimes we get to have um about between the PSL yes, and the SAFA, SAFA yeah. and also what John is also talking about that uh, the FA is in charge of the referees so now if the PSL had bought this building and was in the forefront of um pushing for a professionalized referring structure mm. now you are going to have the PSL the player and the PSL the referee controlling the referees yeah. um you know so but but mm. you look for me as much as i agree that uh, yes the standard of refereeing um, in the country is not where we are expecting to be because at some stage i was content with the, uh, the refereeing standards mm. but if you can look currently um the number of young referees that have been introduced mm. um by Safa and you can see the inexperience sure. uh, sh- showing uh, when they are officiating just look now um recently uh, Safa even took out some experienced referees that were on the FIFA program mm. like um Victor Uh, Victor Hungwani yes. you know and put in young referees there mm. and you can see some of the guys I was uh, watching one who was even officiating one of the games this weekend guys who have only been in the system for two years mm. and it's still going to take them time uh, so where do you think they should be learning do you think it's a lower league thing that they must go down to the lower divisions and, and learn there or is it by throwing them in the deep but end but look they're, they're already there in the system yeah. now, you know they already they in the system and they've moved out some some old guys who already they in the system mm-hmm. so there's nowhere else they are going to learn they're going to learn from there but also sometimes i also feel that the clubs when things are not going their way the referee becomes a scapegoat mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and you know th- there's one uh, prominent football official uh, when he was asked about the referees was say you know it's difficult for me to complain about the referees because when the decision is benefiting my team i'm not going to come to you and say mm-hmm. the referees did well today yeah. that's the that's yeah that's the <coughs> double sided sword or whatever yeah. you know when when it goes your way you don't complain and when it, it doesn't you do yeah mm-hmm. and i i think but i do think there can be a level of accountability for referees i don't know cuz safa sometimes throw the book at referees all of a sudden they release a statement where seven referees are being told they can't ref for right. a certain amount of time but what kind of monitoring is happening on a, on a weekly level of a referee so that if a referee has a horrible game or he make he, he makes several mistakes and what what kind of punishment is there to sort of sharpen a referee's game because if you don't say to referee okay you can't referee a PSL game now for four weeks you just tell them okay well you know you made a mistake but you can still referee the next weekend you're not really teaching them anything about accountability right for their decisions so you're saying even if you get dropped to a lower division yeah i'm game, just saying do set, still... have like a set punishment if a referee has a bad enough game have have a referee reviews panel i don't know if so i think no, no, they, 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 they meet they meet tuesdays and thursdays they meet tuesdays and thursdays but but i think to yeah to john t's point is that <clears throat> i mean just recently uh, i think his name is sianda zibi he was a linesman who was uh, involved in the game between black leopards and i think it was Amazulu if I'm not mistaken mm. and he incorrectly disallowed a goal mm. and he he's been sent to the lower divisions to the SAB league uh, for 12 weeks mm. uh, he's still going to get his stipend but as punishment he's obviously losing out on the match the daily match fee mm. or the match fee that he will get if he's refereeing mm. an NFD or a PSL match or if he's of uh, if he's a fourth official but he the, the stipend is still there but it's a 12 weeks 12 weeks program where he's going to learn the rules of the game you know so that's that's the punishment but i think to john t's point there's i don't think there's enough of that you know uh, because you get the one you, you, yeah, you, you, you get the you one didn't. assistant referee who's been 
punished and told to go on a rehabilitation course for 12 weeks but uh, there's a referee who i think it was victor gomez where yes you know the, the and, player and, dribbles falls picks up the ball and then he awards the penalty mm. but was he punished for that mm. exactly and and this for me what mosola is talking about i also got it from some other match officials and this was not even about this other incident mm. um i think there was an incident that involved celtic and the uh, sundowns yeah 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 the timbers one uh disallowed D- gold yes yeah. mm. uh there was an incident and, and i think one of the major officials was punished there yeah mm. but then there was this incident that you are referring to i think it was a uh, amazulu and uh, golden arrows game yeah. Yeah. in 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 deben mm. and victor gomes was officiating in this yeah. game mm. yeah. but victor gomes was not punished he was not punished for now you are having an animal farm the video Mm. evidence is there it's Mm. blatant you know you're having an animal farm and i know i know because he's this top referee also on the continent Mm. you know and you know with all these challenges that in south africa we are seeing Mm. in our mesh officials you'd be surprised that they are favored by kef kef considers south african mesh officials to be top referees right uh when they, when they're assigning them mm. for the Kev Champions League or all these other g- games on on the continent but there the, there is something like that now you've got these young up and coming match officials mm. so you're trying to correct some of them but some will point and say ah but but Victor is Victor did that is mm. <laughs> not being punished sure you know sure. Yeah. so it, it, it is a problem okay well there we go that's one for the officials to look at not the ma- some the officials to look at the match officials as far <laughs> as their conduct is concerned and be consistent I guess that's what we're asking for okay let's focus in terms of uh, absolute premiership games starting on Friday night uh, the KZN derby uh Maritzburg scoring all the goals in that one um, but it did look kind of precarious for them at, at some point and then they, they found a foothold in the game and I you know if you look at the current standing of the log table they probably more than the pride just needed the points more than Amazulu and Eric Tinkler will take heart from it but I, I, I don't know if it's, it's it's enough you know they win this one and all of a sudden it's like ah oh, this team can't go down I think that's what he said <laughs> and uh, I don't know if, how much of it is up to him. I don't know if he's saying by saying this team can't go down. He meant like they they, they, they can't, <laughs> as in the community loves this team too much and like it's too. It's a very really beautifully supported team. Yes. Man. It's like Harry Potter yeah. is always packed. Such a lovely atmosphere there, and then uh, you know they did well to come back. Um, obviously, Makaringe was it in the final minute scoring? Um, no, it was uh, Mosimedi. It was Mosimedi. Yeah, Makaringe got yeah. the first one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, they did brilliantly to come back, and that's what their second win under Tinkler in the league. Mm. And they, you know, so he, he's got them fighting, mm. scrapping, and sometimes when you're in that position, I don't think it really matters how you play. It's like getting the three points, especially at this stage of the season when you're just desperately fighting not to get relegated. So I think they can be happy. I think Tinkler's done all right since he's come in. I don't know why they got rid of Fad Lou Davids. It was a stupid move, but they have, and and I th- I think they will survive. My feeling with Maritzburg is they'll survive. Um, I don't know who will replace no. them in the bottom of the table. <laughs> I'm not sure about Barocca at the moment, <laughs> I have to say. That's possible. Um, Anything is possible. Hey, this one is being territorial, mm. eh? No, he, wants me, he wants me to say Free State Stars <laughs> so we can have a fight in the studio. <laughs> I think Free State Stars will also survive. I think Barocca are in, are the ones oh, in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, we're both covered. <laughs> You're both saying no, no chipper involved. No chipper. Marriage birthday on Chiefs next. How do you think that one pans out? Sure. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. Uh, you, you've got a. I think you've got a, a Maritzburg side that's now willing to fight. You know, I don't, I mean, I don't know how they are away record under Tinkler. You know, I, I don't think he's played too many away matches, right. so you can't really tell a story there. Uh, but they, you've got a, you've got a team on the one hand that's got something to fight for. And another team, the coach is suggesting that they are rebuilding. There's a bit of confusion, ambiguity there. You're not, you're not too sure what exactly they they're doing. Yeah, players in and out. Does Gatsande have a future at Chiefs? Those kind of things. So he's missed two games now. He's missed two three games, games. three yeah. league games, three league games in a row. Right. Um, uh. Three game, league games in a row. The Pirates one, he only played 25 minutes. Yeah. You know, so potentially you can even throw a fourth because he's come <laughs> on with 25 minutes left, mm. but he's supposed to be the main player. But anyway, I think the they are contrasting 
sort of the things that they are fighting for, you know. Um, Maritzburg have got the drive, they've got the passion. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, I think there was a story today about what Tinker said in the dressing room for them to come out firing in the men. Because I watched the first half and I thought, uh, not not a KZN derby that I'm used to. Right. And then for the second half, I just put on the score updates just to see the goals come in because I thought I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend my Friday <laughs> nights watching a boring KZN derby. Uh, but, you know, after watching the highlights, I was like, okay, the second half turned out to be uh, something else. Kaiser Chiefs, on the other hand, defense leaking like a rusty bucket. Uh, I mean, they literally, they literally set set Highlands Park. Yeah, uh, two uh, so, Cardozo, though, I yeah. don't know what he was so saying. So it's it's a difficult <laughs> one to call, but I think if if Castro is firing, if Billiard is back, uh, Azuma looks like he's you know Middendrop and him are finally getting along. Yeah, and maybe Parker is uh, rejuvenated again. Maybe you've got goals in them, but with a defense like that and with a hungry Marriott's back United, anything can happen. Okay. The, the latest comments I saw today were like that they think they can win, still think they can win the league. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's another thing. It's like we'll they're that. hallucinating. Like Middendorf was yeah. saying it in the yeah. post-match it's comments. Mathematically yeah. possible. But I think in his defense, he, <laughs> in his defense, he he said. I was listening to the audio. He said, I think he said, mathematically, he doesn't yeah. want to to yeah to get. But even for him to even go there, I mean, I mean, it's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, just no. just declare it over and and talk about building the building for, 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 for the next, next season, season. Yeah, because you know, there were parts where he talks about. You know, if if because they were saying, coach, what's your measuring stick for, you know, for successful mm. for the upcoming season or whenever you think Chiefs will take the right mm. boxes and said, if we if we can get the uh, the business done in the transfer window and then have a good preseason, I think next season will be among the title challenges. And okay. then then he talks about mathematically, and I'm like, no, you should have stopped that good preseason yeah. preseason and getting the business done in <laughs> the transfer it. window. Don't talk because it's sundowns. It's it's Bitvis Vitz and it's Cape Town City. That's it. And Pirates. And Pirates. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You in the title. Yeah, just yeah, you there's, forget there's it. Also yeah. Super Sport, that's closer. Yeah, it's super Cape Town City. closer. Yeah. So. Chiefs, bye bye. Bye bye. But who yeah. knows? I mean Sundowns maybe not making the most of their opportunities. No no against uh Bloom Celtic. I guess you know when you're sundowns, any team you play against will always be motivated to be at their best, and maybe that's what's going to help, um, you know, Maritzburg in the next game against Chiefs is that they're going to be up for it because when you play these big sides, you know, they, the teams show up. And I mean, but for so much talent in that sundowns team to be held to a nil-nil, but no, I watched that game mm. and I had expected sundowns to to open the gap mm. because. From there, it was going to be a four-point lead and still they would be guaranteed the top spot. Mm. They are still in, in the top spot even now. But uh, how the teams set up uh, can also be a challenge. Mm. And also, I think sometimes a bit of complacency also creeps in as well. Uh, not with the team overall, the, including the technical team, but the players themselves. Sure. You know, because I... Uh, just the pace of that game, it was... So pedestrian for me, especially mm. from the Sundown side, and you expect them to take the game. They are playing at home, mm. and now you th- you think about this, and you, you also consider that this is a team that is playing week in week out, and if you look at their program, tomorrow they are playing, mm. you know, and they were playing also if, 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 even even last week. But I I think as the game progressed, um, Celtic influenced that that result mm. uh, taking nothing away from also what happened with Litlabika's sure, injury and sure. how I thought it also took out something from the players mm. uh, on, on, on the day and yeah. if you saw how both squads were involved um, in trying to sort out the injury yeah. th- that Litlabika su- suffered on the days. Litlabika by the way who's a Sundowns product sure. and and comes from th- th- their, their academy uh, but look it's it's a result that uh, if Sundowns things don't go well for them uh, in them. defending their title, they will look back in this game and say they were playing at home. Mm-hmm. And also, this is a team, by the way, Celtic that has got a good record against Sundowns. Mm-hmm. I remember they once came to Lucas Moripe. Sundowns was chasing mm-hmm. to defend their league title. Mm-hmm. They got five. Sure, exactly. They got five, yeah. and then before they went to, I think they were going to S Vita. Celtic came, they beat them 3-1. Mm. So Celtic also has got a good record sure. against Sundowns in Pretoria. 
Oh, there we go. I guess it's a, a, a good uh, away draw for Bloom Celtic on the road. But Sundowns, maybe an opportunity missed there as far as, like you say, Stavage, just reinforcing their place at the top of the table. Next up, Chiefs versus Highlands. Five goals. Bang for one's buck in that one. Um, totally, yeah. Good, good, good quality game. And I guess for Chiefs, you know, keeping themselves mathematically in the title <laughs> race. In, in the title race. Well, wait, even though there was some serious, as Mazzola mentioned earlier, some serious comedy defending going yeah, on no, from no. Chiefs, from Chiefs' perspective, especially. No, for sure. Um, but I think, yeah, Chiefs won the game, and that again, I was talking about Maritzburg needing a win. Sometimes at this stage of the season, you just need to win a game, even if you don't play particularly well. I thought Nchengasi had a good game. Um, Parker, obviously, with his goal. Um, He's still probably the most reliable finisher in the Chiefs side. Mm. Um, And I think they, you know, they generally kept going and they played pretty well. And and I said win without playing well, but they were okay without being like overwhelmingly amazing or anything like that. Um, And for Highlands Park, yeah, I think they'll survive. Um, It's not such a bad result for them. They played, they fought hard. Um, I think at the end of the day, um, Chiefs deserve, just about deserve to win it. Um, especially as basically they would like with Highlands Park's goals. They're like, here you go, Highlands Park. No, here's the first one and here's the, the, the <laughs> another goal for you. Kind of like delivered on a silver platter. How how does that dovetail with what uh, ODG was saying? Because he says, you know, they didn't lose their match. They gave it to Chiefs. I mean, he, he believes that for, for a while, I guess, in his mind, Highlands were in it and should have dominated at some stage. I don't know what ODG, what, what they game is watching. They created a few chances. Yeah, but I, I don't know what game he was watching. I mean, <coughs> they they were threatening at times, mm-hmm. or maybe I don't know which game I was watching, but <coughs> they, they, they created a couple of chances now and again. Yeah. But I mean, you know, everybody who saw the game will tell you that. Won't say it's an afternoon where Akpe was maybe being tested the yeah, whole afternoon. Yeah, you know, I mean, they were gifted. I mean, but he yeah. talks about the one on ones. Yes. Uh, of which I saw one one on one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't remember. He said there were three. They had two, maybe two. Two, okay. Yeah, and uh, credit to Akpe for saving that one. <laughs> and Akpe is in the latest in Nigerian Super Eagle squad that plays against. Uh, and Mauritius, you know, Kaiser Chiefs will have an international goalkeeper <laughs> going to the AFCON, <laughs> even if my father doesn't go. <laughs> to be uh, what choice? Yeah, no, 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 no. But I'm not, I'm not, no, we, we want to go there. Otherwise, hey, we, we want the money, Baba. We want to go to the AFCON. Um, but look, if you consider the results that uh, Highlands Park got this season, mm. they got two points from Pirates. Mm. Um, they got a point from Sundowns. They got uh, three points from Bidvers Vids, and they also got three points from Cape Town City. Mm-hmm. And these are teams that are in the top four mm-hmm. uh, that were counting there. Sure. And when you consider the results that they also uh, got against Chiefs, I mean, they drew. In fact, they were unfortunate not to have beaten them at Makulung. You know, right. so and 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 for a team that for me is coming from. Um, NFD and you consider that even in NFD I think um, OTG was unbeaten since he arrived there in 2017 mm. I think in October mm. until he got promotion last year he was unbeaten sure. there so I think it's been a, a good season yeah. by their standards uh, so far they are no, they won't go down yeah. uh, they, they won't go down in, and I, I think only something like uh, f- f- six points separates them and uh, uh, and, and Chiefs, mm. so I, th- I think ODG is still caught up with uh, those standards that he's already set. Right. But I think this past weekend, he must just let it go. He <laughs> <laughs> was up yeah. against the better side. Yeah. Yes. There we go. Let's go with that. <laughs> A better side in case <laughs> <and> she's. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one who brought out the bunny. It was not me. Anyone can see it live on Twitter. Okay, let's move on to Pirates. Um, once again, maybe a more pedestrian. Keeping ourselves in the mix, kind of victory, Mazola. Here, you know, three points uh, against Arrows, one goal, first half. Yeah, look, they they in the title race. Probably doesn't matter how they got over the line. Um, but are, are they are they jogging comfortably? Are they stumbling? Are they no? I mean, towards I mean, the finish line. You know, Pirates are in a difficult situation here, especially for for for, for the coach in the sense that. 
you know, you are in the running for the league title race. Um, and now you are all but expected to, you know, that should be your domestic uh, title because, mm. I mean, let, let's be honest, the, the, the Champions League is going to be a tough, mm. tough, tough ask. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, they've lost out on the MTN8, they've lost out on the tel Telcom knockout and surprisingly, obviously, knocked out early in the NetBank Cup as well. Sure. So a lot of people are looking to them to, oh, to looking to, yeah, to see where yeah, yeah to see how do you end your I think it's going on five seasons now mm. without it without a trophy mm. and they're not particularly convincing you know I mean they've they've had some great games here and there mm. you know where obviously Coach Micho even on the back of last season was talking about feeding the souls now you know I heard him after the game saying we apologize that we 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 haven't been serving the food that we had promised. We said the chef was cooking, you know, him, Micho and his metaphors mm, and whatever. The pregnant elephant. The pregnant <laughs> elephant and whatever. <laughs> you know, just get the job done on the pitch. So, right. but they'll be they'll, they'll be happy that they managed to get uh, against the stubborn uh, Golden Arrow side, mm. coached by Steve Compella. So, I know I, I, I said earlier, it doesn't matter how they got off, got over the line, but at the same time. You know, Pirates fans want their team to be a little bit more convincing, right? So that they can they can be confident in saying this this, this season. You realize that uh, by Wednesday, Pirates could be on top of the lock. No, no, I, I was about to say that's that. the next point is that they've got like two back to back victories. So yes. and you you listen to Pito who says he didn't want to go to number one yeah. because now yes. you're the hunted, yeah. and here they are in prime position, sitting in second. Look, comes at the at the end of the season, if they are crowned champions, it won't matter. But I'm just saying for, for the fans who, the fans want to be convinced. You know, the fans are watching and you even see their reaction on social media that, ah, watching Pirates again, it's stressful. They're not converting the chances. And then they're bipolar. Then mm. they, you know, it's a Jekyll and Hyde type of situation where the one time they're scoring three goals and it's emphatic or whatever. Right. Then the next game they're losing. I mean, this was only their second win in six games in the, in, you know, overall in all competitions, right. if I'm not mistaken. Right. So is that convincing? You know, that, that's my point. Then there's an argument that who is consistent in this league? Because at the moment, it's like everybody's inconsistent. Yeah, Sundowns that's also true. win yeah. one game, then they draw with Celtic. Um, you know, Supersport beat Pirates and then lose at home to Barocca. I mean, it's like Pirates win two games in a row. Who knows what they're going to do? And I guess it makes it exciting. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. I can't tell you who's going to win this league just because it's so... Topsy turvy, right? Right. Yeah. And, and, and McCarthy and was saying that there's yeah. just no consistency. In this. Yeah, and I think what for me is going to make this title race so interesting is that you still have a Pirates that still has to go to Cape Town to play Cape Town City. You still have uh, the part two of Sundowns and Pirates at Orlando Stadium as well, and you still have um, I think more games between these teams that are involved mm. there at the top and also some of these teams are still to play the teams that are battling relegation sure. so for me these are the games for instance to, tomorrow um, against Bloom Celtic who, who beat them already yes and you, you yes you, you, you have and then part, part two of Sundowns yeah, and City, City yeah. uh, those two uh, draw could benefit Pirates mm. they could cancel out each other so these are the results uh, because you know what we are also focusing on over the weekend was that once Sundowns take the top spot, yeah. it's difficult uh, to remove them. But their result against Celtic, uh, it went against what we're also saying. And yeah. you see, the program of the Kev Champions League, mm -hmm. uh, this transitional season that yeah. they, they've got now, it's also going to impact on those two teams. That's why already today I've seen that the league, um, the PSL today, they've Postponed next week's fixture of Orlando Pirates. Mm. I think they were going to play Black was it Black Clippers that were going to play. I can't mm. remember. Mm. Uh, but that game now has been moved from next week. Uh, it moved to the the end the end of the month. Okay. So and because I think they are preparing for a game where they are playing against a uh, uh, Horoya in right. Conakry. Right. And Sundowns also has to go to Widat Casablanca as well because I think they are supposed to play against Marisbeck mm. uh, next week. So mm. that is the only way. Uh, to to help these teams, sure. So the league yes, stepping in and making yes. If if it doesn't that. go like that, yeah. then these progress uh, fixtures, the way they are congested, mm. they are going to affect their run in the league. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, another team that's yeah. I mean, this was 
another good game. 3-2. Cape Town City against uh, Vitz. Vitz, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. They're... They're a strange team because now it's almost like, you know, when you see peaks and troughs, the, the, the trough might be coming at the most critical part of the season, considering the amount of games that are left, considering the, the, the run-ins that all the teams are having at the top. But Cape Town City, once again, just saying that we are not to be discounted away from home, came and did the business. I mean, you know, second half that they turned around with three goals. Yeah, I mean, if, if Benny McCarthy had his way, nobody would be considering Cape Town City for the title because they're just here to ruffle a few feathers, as he said recently, and they don't want to get involved. Well, you know, they're not in the title race, but they are in the title race. And if they beat Sundowns tomorrow night, they're only a point off the top of the table. Right. Um, so or maybe there'll be two points if Pirates win. I don't know how far are Pirates behind. It's too much confusion. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was a good game. Um Vitz have been have not been playing well for a while. Yeah, um, defensively, especially, what are they doing? Yeah. I mean, they've got Tulani Lachwa, they've got Sufiso Flanti, they've got Buchle Umkwanazi, they've got Bufana internationals everywhere, and they can't defend for their life at the moment. Does that make you worry for the Swats? It makes me worry for Bufana. I mean, Stuart Baxter was in the stands. I don't know what what do you do? Yeah. Um, but I think obviously he's playing Tyson at right back. You could argue that that's not Tyson's natural position. Um. He's a much better centre-back. Mm. Um, Gavin Hunt. I think that, that um, you know, and that's the second time I think this year that Vitz have thrown away a two-goal lead. I don't mm. know if it was last year, but they were 2-0 up against Golden Arrows at half-time and they drew that one 2-2. And City, uh, Cape Town City are the comeback team. You know, they they never give up and I think it's to their credit. You mm. know, they were 2-0 down in Cape Town to Bloemfontein Celtic at half-time and they came back and won the game 3-2. Same thing happened this time. Sure. Um, Benny said, um, um, "Don't know if this is a family show, but he said he gave the side a bollocking at uh, at half time. Those right. were his words, and against Vitz, and they came out and they they did the business. I mean, um, I'm sure Benny got a, a, a bollocking or two in his time when he was a player, right, <laughs> so sure. he must so he know what, what, what to do with yeah. them and how to how to motivate, as opposed to just leave your players completely disillusioned. Yeah. But they came out and they were, I thought they were excellent in the second half." And Kermit Erasmus is, is finding some form, which is yeah. good, which could be good for Buffano. If, don't know if, if he'll be ready for this game against Libya, but he's he's a great player when he's when he's confident, and he's in form. <laughs> but obviously, he's also what did he say when under Sheikh's Masaba? I'm no bench warmer. <laughs> I'm backup player. No, no backup player. Yeah. yeah, and he was good. And Noradine, that free kick from Noradine was worthy of winning any game. Mm. So, Jeez. and with surprise, Rolani, gift links. <clears throat> They've got a new guy now. They brought him from nowhere. We talked about him last week. Not Craig David, Christopher David. Yes, Christopher yeah. David. Yeah. He was, yeah. he was all right. He looked a bit. He looked a bit. Um, how to say this respectfully? He looked a bit unfit. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. needs to get fit. But when he's fit, I think he might. He might. He's got some nice touches. So I think they could. They'll really be a threat up front. And again, their main weakness is at the back. Um, they can't keep conceding goal after goal and expect to win every match but right. they are the most exciting team I think at the moment to watch because they just okay. they score goals they, they they let goals in and they and you know. remember by their standards mm. uh, they already have a trophy from the season mm. from yeah, the game yeah. of the yeah. season yeah. so whatever is happening for them now is a bit of a bonus huh? you know yeah. Yeah. Um, especially because to me they come across as a team that understands its model very well mm. that yes we will achieve and we will have good players, but when there's an opportunity to make money mm. in terms of player sales, mm. we'll sell the player. Yeah, for sure. But we'll also be able to replace that player and be competitive. And be and be competitive. Mm. And so far, that script that uh, John Committees came with yeah, uh, is working perfectly. Right? Yeah. And it will be interesting to just obviously learn about their scouting network as well because she's they yeah. they're, they're able to find them, them eh? mm. they're able to find them mm. you know a uh, little bit disappointed with their goalkeeper uh, peter lewenberg hasn't hasn't kept as many clean sheets as he what's the word um, he he that gives is, you the impression yeah deceive, he huh? gives you the impression yeah. that he's he's a top class goalkeeper and he's got more clean sheets in him but yeah. He's he's also conceding quite a lot. Yeah. And Benny Benny McCarthy said something interesting about him after the game. Yeah. He said like he he wants him to go back to being a sort of sweeper keeper he was at the start of the season. Where he was off his line, I think, all the time intercepting yeah. moves and stuff. Yeah. And then he said, yeah, he's he's a bit he's got a bit too 
locked into the South African mentality. I don't know what, well, whether he's enjoying the Cape Town life too, too much. much. Too much. Yeah, I, don't know. I wonder how he's enjoying the Cape Town life. But listen, if you move from Europe yeah. to come and play here, what does it say about you? No, no, no. I, look. <laughs> I, 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 I get where you're going with that. But my point is that let's, let's go, let's, let's look at his stats from the first six, seven games. Mm. He was pretty impressive. Mm. I mean, I think he yeah. we won. He might have won two men of the match mm. awards, yeah. you know. And I think that's what Ben is referring yeah. to. I, 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 think yeah. he kept I want him to four clinches. Yeah. yeah, so he was clinches. more proactive. Yes, in and, those then, and then all of a sudden he became oh what a gem! Where did this guy come mm. from? You know, mm. you know there was a story to tell about him. But ever since then he's got he's developed butter fingers. But, but some this sort. is where you know. In recent times, I've I've come to understand and get close to this guy, the match performance analyst. They studied the, uh, the the goalkeepers as well, mm. and especially even when it comes to the cup competitions, they'll tell you about even the penalties. No, yeah. is weaker on this side. Exactly. Yeah. Um, go to the top left. Mm-hmm. Um, go to the bottom left. Yeah. Is is weaker on that side. So maybe credit should also go to other clubs for figuring him out. For figuring him out, mm. or maybe even with crosses. Okay. If you want to catch him with crosses, don't hit them from the right, hit them from the left, mm, mm. and where to pitch the ball, mm. even when you're shooting. Yeah. You know? So, it could be. sometimes we don't credit uh, the teams our that are yeah. Yes, you know, yeah. and because the way he's been conceding, as much as um, they are the highest scorers in the league, mm. uh, they concede K- quite a lot also. Uh, Cape Town City, but mm-hmm. they also concede a lot. And as the number one keeper has been there, uh, most of the time, so he's and Benny's he's not changed him. Also, that's yeah. that's another thing that makes you wonder. You know, is he cutting him some slack because it's his first season, or is he saying, or he's not sure, about, he's the not sure about the number two? Yeah. That kind of because mm. I think the number two is yeah. Sage Stevens. Or something. Just to back, yeah, what that he said there up with a stat. I was doing a story on them today, and then um, in the whole top ten, they've conceded more goals than any other team. They've conceded twenty nine. Twenty nine goals. Thirty seven. Yeah. And That's equal to Amazulu. Yeah, twenty nine. There's only I think two teams that have conceded more goals than mm-hmm. them as well. Um, yeah, no, that it's uh, Black Leopards and uh, Free State Stars. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, they are conceding a hell of a lot of goals. Hmm. Yeah, there we go. And some of those are those likes coming in. Someone's retweeting. <laughs> <laughs> that sound. And then finally, the bubble has burst uh, for Clinton Larson. Uh, finally, suffering a defeat. Okay. Uh, I'd I like you... to get Billy's thoughts yeah. on that, please. <laughs> would you? Would you have thought it was going to be Super Sports United to do it? Uh, well, look at home, you know, for cheaper. Did you think Super Sport uh, come is over? over. <laughs> Super Sport before they are lost to Barroca, they had won three games, mm. you know, mm. and. You, you look in the first 20 minutes, uh, first 30 minutes of yesterday's game, how Supersport dominated it, and the quality, uh, pound for pound, I, I felt, uh, I, I don't understand why this Supersport team has been struggling. For, mm. Because the, the, the talent in that team, yeah. you know, uh, George, Lebesi, also, George Lebesi can't even make the team there. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had yesterday, uh, he was on, on the IG streets, uh, he was not there. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Sideways I, move. That's another story. Sideways move. Yeah. So I, I was surprised how with how Chipa allowed, especially at Sotokasha uh, Stadium. Mm. Um, but Chipa has been a different team under Clinton Lassen. It's a team that plays a more direct football. Mm. It's not your Chipa that will go for its expansive style. But I saw them yesterday, um, going back to the old Chipa, right. especially when they are trying to press. Um, super sport in the second, but I think credit should go to super sport with how they started yesterday. In, in fact, for me, there was a time I think even before half time, mm. uh, it read nine shots uh, from super sport united mm. uh, just before half time, and I think they should have been two or at least three nil up. And mm. um, the way they were putting pressure uh, on, on, on Super United, and also. Credit should also go to Roman Williams. Mm. You know, playing in his home province yesterday, uh, as I'm saying, he also made a double save. Mm. You know, um, th- there was a shot coming from Rachale. There was also a follow-up coming from Leroto Manzini. Mm. Look, it, it, it just, for me, it was just one of those games. And the first loss, it was always going to come. Yeah. And I just felt yesterday maybe Chipa didn't do enough uh, because also in the second half, 
Uh, Kaitano Tembo, he set up his team very well yesterday. Uh, it was difficult for Chipa to even get behind the defense. Mm. And if you don't even have a single ball that could get behind the defense, then you can forget. And mm. maybe uh, the aggression from Chipa as well, it was not there. Th- mm. th- they they seemed, at uh, some stage to me, to be, to be too patient uh, to, to bridge that defense. So yeah. I felt Supersport did enough to get the three points. Okay. And then let's bring it back to you. Free State Stars. <laughs> <laughs> looked it looked uh, precarious. But I yeah. mean, uh, in the end, Elazar Rogers yeah. uh, rescuing a point there. Yeah. Look, the, the, the reports I was getting was that, uh, you know, it could have been a tennis score, you know, in favor of Free State Stars. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, just, just the amount of chances uh, that, that they created. Mm. In, uh, obviously, Nicola is starting to, to get the hang of things now and I think he's ditched the pretty football you know he arrived I think he was a little bit naive when he arrived you know the position the club were, were in and he <clears throat> he still wanted that football from township rollers and it, it can't happen when you've not had a preseason yeah. you, you don't know your your, your personnel mm. so he's he's gone to hitting on the counter and trying to just get the result and <clears throat> they're playing a Black Leopards side that's also struggling I mean mm-hmm. Dylan Kerr since <laughs> since winning that Absa <laughs> Premiership Coach of the Month, it's and not poisoned really, chalice. Yeah, it's not really been going his way. Mm. Uh, but he still has a to- top goal scorer in in in, jo- in, in Musonda mm. as well, who's still you know banging in the goal. So I think obviously it's difficult to to, to comment when the the the, the game wasn't uh, you know I wasn't watching the game live and mm. it was just uh, based on the reports from 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 the club and people who were there. Uh, who 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 were watching, uh, but but I think also that's also a bit of it's a biased sort of uh, <laughs> re- report back, right? You know, okay, uh, biased report back. But I think a, a point should in at this stage of the season yeah. where Free State Stars are yeah. at home, yeah. you should be winning your home games. Right. You know, so it's unfortunate that they only got a point, but it's it's a good enough point. And Nicole has got a new assistant coach now, you know, a person who he's worked with in the past. So maybe you know that that can ease the load off a little bit and, yeah. and, and you know but once again a situation yeah, where he's yeah. building but I, I, I think if they if they survive yeah. and he gets a good preseason you know a couple of play, not a lot of players leave the club yeah. I think next season maybe they, they can be a surprise again okay yeah. and lastly John um, there's another absolute premiership award ha- being handed out this week I think maybe whoever gets it should just turn it down yeah at this <laughs> point, what happened at, to this me. point. <laughs> at this point I'll let you end this off since you're from Limpopo you can tell yeah, us about the yeah. Limpopo <laughs> derby you can hear from accent yeah 3-1-2 <laughs> Polokwane City in this one I guess yeah. it kind of reinforces the point you were talking about when we were discussing the table and who's more mm. likely to mm. Take the spot from Maritzburg United. I was watching that game earlier and I had a thought. I don't know if either Mazzola or Valine has announced this. Why does Joseph Vukasic permanently wear a cap on back to front? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Anyone? Our readers, listeners, send no. your answers in. Let no. us know. I don't <laughs> know why. Anyone knows that? The, I should ask stage, him if I see him. But. They started losing. He, mm. took, he took it off. I did it. Right, but now it's back. It's back. His lucky cap. And they won. So his lucky cap. Um, but Mohamed Anas with a couple of good goals. Mm. The third one especially when he broke yeah, clear yeah. there. He, took, he was very composed. He's a, he's a good striker. Yeah. Um, maybe a bit inconsistent, but inconsistency is a theme word. Today. No, yeah, yeah. It's a theme for yeah. discussing the league. Um, but they, yeah, a good win general. for Podokwani City who have really punched above their weight this season. I think mm. Vukasic has to be commended on the job he's done. I mean, mm. at some point they were in the title race. That was a bit ridiculous. they're now now, like gonna finish probably top eight i think um and i think he's done a great job um and um baraka are in trouble again um i don't know if they'll survive but bring back tobejani maybe they will bring back tobejani and so on (laughs) maybe maybe but but it's i guess it's that hangover that's still with baraka i'm I'm actually surprised wada is still there you know yeah you know i i i i thought with just as with the 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 worst uh, the, you know the results we're getting, I thought I thought you know his his job was was oh, on the line, yeah. Yeah, especially the one time where he he didn't he had a post match interview and he walked off after ans- answering like yeah, one question. Also, there know? was a time when uh, I think he went home. He had lost his mother, and uh, if you remember, 
the assistant coach was in charge yeah. and the assistant coach the way he spoke he was like he's also interested in this job <laughs> you know and my brother and the head coach is, is gone back home you know he's believed <laughs> exactly <laughs> now, you here you are doing a post match canvassing for his job <laughs> yeah canvassing for the job oh. but i also think that the telecom knockout title mm. uh, it bought him time as well mm. uh, at the club and there, there was also a feeling from uh, the club boss uh, mr patel kurishi that maybe the problem was also with the players mm. and at some stage um i just forgot which game this was they were playing on a sunday i think they had lost to black leopards mm. they left there after 9 pm 9 pm on a sunday evening mm. and the following day the club ceo uh morgan mamela had resigned mm. and went to to chipa mm. so you've also had uh those situations that that have been happening there baroka where you don't really understand where the problem mm, is and who to lay the blame with exactly and also because even with the the technical team there's a lot of appointments that get to happen there they bring in new assistant coaches you know so these are some of the things that happened there baroka and yesterday also they had this red card yeah uh, mm. to, to 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 magome mm. and i felt that was a good decision did you think it was a good decision no it was a good decision mm. because when you look at uh, the foul that magome made mm. the other defender of baroka i think was there but he was yeah yes. so i think he could have gotten to he would have been able to stop him it would have been the goalkeeper and that uh, defender no 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 it would have it would have been the striker and mm. because You he was to his right it's it's it's, it's 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 similar to what happened with uh, Wayne Arense yeah uh, and 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 you know because when you've got a pacey striker right uh, anything is possible sure once he's won that ball sure because remember he's already ahead that yeah. one is, is is following and also you don't know which direction is going to take mm. and if he's going to just take the ball and hit <coughs> and hit the ball immediately sure you know okay. so the benefit of the doubt should always be with the attacking yeah. the attacking team sure okay there we go nicely done gents thank you so much for your thoughts on this monday i think there we kind of got in there and got it done um so yeah thank you so much and remember midweek football there's going to be football of the weekend meaning there'll be a lot more to speak about next week monday so thank you so much for joining the front runner sport podcast please do spread the word once we have you up on our socials as far as twitter facebook instagram wherever you are we are Catch us then until we meet again for myself Gums and Butter and the panel take care